Cool Games Inc. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Sorry, gang. Sorry that we had to miss a week last week and not definitely didn't not definitely didn't do an episode last mm-hmm. week. Definitely it's... didn't have one last week, which is a shame. But we were off. Uh, Nick and I were yachting together. Yawning? Yeah, we were very sleepy on a yacht, <laughs> so we were yawning together. We had two little deck chairs. Nick and I do this thing. We haven't been doing this podcast very long, and it's an important sort of team building exercise mm-hmm. where you just get right up in each other's fucking grill. Mm-hmm. And just like make the other person just smell your yawns, mm-hmm. and it's fun because they say the more contagious your yawns are, the more of a uh, comedy, uh, I guess, relationship you like potential you have. What's the enemy? What's the enemy of comedy? Yawns. No, it's this fucking PC culture, man. Oh. Trying to keep me. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry, Griffin is a 99-year-old man. Trying to, keep, trying to keep me from making the same shitty jokes over and over again forever. The same five fucking shitty jokes I've been making my whole life because of the PC culture. I can't even do this podcast at colleges anymore. That is true, but for totally different reasons. That's we actually have swung too far in the other direction where we are so, our so arms are so open to every kink Outback that Steakhouse, no can. rules, just right. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic that we say that because my kink is blooming onions. That'll I can see why. There's hot oils. Hot oils. You basic. know what it is about it is that the Bloomin' Onion kind of looks like some sort of... Uh, Cthulhu tentacle maw. monster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like it's got a thousand teeth, and I want that to just... You know, I'm thinking about it, and we dive into this every week so much so that it should just be a recurring bit on Cool Games Inc., but uh-huh. uh, where did my mind get poisoned with vor um, fascination? And that Sarlacc pit, huh? In oh, Return of the Jedi. For that, so many people, I think that was the... Should we just at a certain point like how hard is it to go into iTunes and just rename it Vor Games Inc? Um, probably pretty difficult, or else you would switch that out on a lot of people. Like, hey, thanks for listening to Radio Lab. Just kidding, we've changed Vor. Just kidding. Now we've changed it to Fart Police. Ha ha ha! Now you're subscribed to a podcast called Fart Police. They would have changed cereal to. I'm in a big bowl of cereal. Getting eaten. Fuck, that's funny, dude. Thanks. Um, Thanks. Should we? Uh, so, no need to discuss the financial results in no episode last week. Mm-hmm. Um, skip right over that. Should we skip right over that? And I guess just what if we in- just got right into it right off the bat? What if we just it started the episode? Well, we wouldn't get ideas. right into it. We talked about four for three minutes. Well, you edited that out though, right? I edited it in. Oh, you've actually extended it. You've slowed down. You've pitched it down. By I fucking 50%. auto. I fucking auto tuned it. <laughs> that's no. That's a good. It's about time. I feel like auto tune can come back today. Yeah. Um. um I got I, one here. It's a picture submission from. Uh-huh. Oh, this is Cool Games Inc. A game design podcast from Polygon.com. Thank you for a very game much. design podcast. Yeah. It's a game design podcast. <laughs> that's what it is. Welcome to our game we, design podcast. It's what we do. Um. Uh, we take your submissions. We usually call out for them every Wednesday morning, afternoon or so. This time we did it with like 15 minutes before we started recording, which is a pretty narrow window of time. Sorry about that. It's a busy, busy day. Our first suggestion was sent in by Imaginary Thomas. Thank you. It's Imaginary Thomas on Twitter who uh, sent in a picture submission. And uh, this picture it shows a road sign. And on the road sign. I think I know what this is. The words Horse Cave 2. Yeah. And I think that's indicating that the horse cave is, there's a cave full of horses. Mm-hmm. And it is at least two miles or kilometers away. Oh. There's also See, a billboard for Church of, it looks like Christ. Um, underneath that, it's kind of cropped out a little bit, which is a shame mm-hmm. because I feel like that really helps finish telling the story. See, when I first read Horse Cave 2, I thought of two things. One, I thought that this was like a, the sequel to a horse cave. 
Uh, this would be al- the second horse cave game, yeah. Right. But also, I think, like, just in terms of the imagery that appears in my head when I think of horse cave, I don't think of a cave full of horses, which is what you said. I think of a a cave that is sort of riddled, instead of with, like, gems and, like, the stalagmites and stalactites are all hooves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think of that? Uh, it's a bad... It's a bad... It's a bad... Yeah, it's kind of a bad mental image. Kind of a bad... Like, uh, I don't... Mm, I kind of just like horses the way they are and riding them. Mm-hmm. Outside, outside out, so to See, speak. See, here's the thing. I think it's a little naive of you to assume that a cave full of horses would be anything but a real mess. No, it would be really messy in there. But um, the game would be fully physics-based... Mm-hmm. Um, you know how in Skyrim, if a horse falls like an inch and a half, they just fucking ragdoll and they oh, make yeah. they make the worst noise. That's my maybe my favorite thing we've ever done in a monster factory. I use the kill all command in a room full of like thirty horses, <laughs> and the noise that thirty horses make when they are simultaneously extinguished it haunts me to my bones. So um, that that uh, that clip from Monster Factory is kind of like a a I guess a demo of the game, like a pilot. Yeah, it's showing off our our uh, liquid horse technology. Your LHT. Yeah. So, but but what I think the game is is just like the two phases. First off, the descent where you are more or less just like chucked down, uh, like a a cave with a pretty steep decline. I'm imagining it's sort of diagonal in nature, sort of a cave ramp. You know, some mm-hmm. caves just like go down into the side. So I've been you, playing an early build of below. Lately. Yeah, so basically the same thing. Basically horse below is yeah. what you're saying. Well, you get chucked down, and like you kind of have to, like while you're ragdolling, you have a little bit of aftertouch. So you oh. can like try and get a hoof on a stalactite as you are pitched down the cave. I like um, this. To try and hold yourself up. So like the first phase determines how deep in this cave you go. And then once you you know stand up, if you can even stand up, I think you could probably beef it in that first phase if you like catch a stalactite weird. Um, uh, and then the second phase of the game is a fully physics-based, like really realistic modeled like horse cave climbing like just trying to get up that steep cliff like really like a, like really a GURP be- situation kind of yeah three dimensions definitely yeah there's it seems like there's a lot to this i think uh, you get power-ups you know like two extra legs is there any any multiplayer component to this or is this a fully immersive so, narrative yes. campaign experience i'm glad that you've asked whether or not or not there's multiplayer because there's probably a player at the top of the cave just throwing rocks down at you mm-hmm I'm imagining sort of a uh, the Dark Knight Rises situation in terms of everyone's trying to get out of this cave. Yeah, but only one per one one horse can. Are you riding the horse, or are you human, or are you the have you? Are, have I you think you embody the horse. The horse. Okay, I think yeah. you are controlling each of its limbs physically, almost like a. I think the way Surgeon Simulator handled the hand controls was pretty clever, and I think a version of that where you're controlling like discrete horse joints. And so WASD are the four legs, and then you click to chomp, and you could yeah. use the chomp to like pivot and swing in your a body pinch, around. You can like chomp onto a branch and then kind of get swinging. Man, fucking TM, TM, TM. Why is there a branch in the cave? Um, that's one of, that's one of the mysteries, isn't it? Okay, There's I love horses. Or maybe a root. Well, maybe the, it's that's like a root. and it's just a, a mother of necessity is a mother of invention, right? Because Horse Cave One didn't have branches in it, so we mm-hmm. got to like. We gotta, spice gotta up, up the ante somehow, and branches are a good way. Yo, that's what everyone does. But. Yo, you got any suggestions? I, I do. Uh, here's one from Brendan J. Brooks on Twitter, who suggests a MOBA where different MOBAs fight other MOBAs MOBA style to be the MOBA I pay attention to. Isn't so, that that's just life, dog? That's I guess like, that is life. Yeah, but I'm. I think the important the key phrase here is MOBA. 
or specifically MOBA style. Because yeah. these MOBAs are fighting in a multiplayer online battle arena. Uh, basically, like a, I'm imagining League of Legends is a character, obviously. Uh, Dota is probably in there. Um, maybe with Strife? Is that a game? Or Strike? And they embody actual char- characters in yes. the game? The games are characters. They Maybe they look like a, a tiny version of like the Dota map is the, is what Dota looks like. And then each of the unique gameplay elements from each of these MOBAs are the things that set those characters apart. So like Paragon is kind of a kind of got a shootery thing going on. Yeah, okay. But they're all still fucking they're all basically the same MOBA. And then it takes place within a MOBA arena that is just if you fucking put all the existing MOBAs into a math equation and average them out. Yeah. It's just the most run-of-the-mill can I MOBA tell you, thing. Can I tell you something, though? The fatal uh, flaw with this game? What? I'm, I'm not. I'm just not interested in it. <laughs> well, that's kind of the... Yeah. That can be the, the answer at the end, is that... Just, I just like can't, with I all just, MOBAs... Hey, guys, I just fucking can't with you. I've, tr- I've tried. I've certainly tried. And, like, I'm glad for you, but I can't. See, Griffin, I actually can't relate to you because i also don't like mobas but the difference is i haven't tried at all i haven't oh, I given see, them even a little bit of a chance and so that's kind of where i land on the the matter uh, um <clears throat> i got a gestion here what you got and Are we call- is it, sorry you keep calling them gestions is that what we're doing now i think we just i'm just trying to own it a little mm-hmm. bit give me a gestion uh this gestion is sent in by alex daly uh, it's uh, one of those kids games where you go inside the body and I'm sorry to really keep harping on this one of those kids games where you go inside the body but with fully destructible environments so what I'm imagining is the ep- I don't know if you've seen the episode of the Magic School Bus where they go inside Arthur's body but it's a it's a fairly linear experience as it's depicted in, in that show Um, no that's not how our bodies work out our bodies are an inscrutable labyrinth right and it, I think that's if with destructible environments, I think that only increases the the possibilities. Um, no, I mean you'd be killing Arthur at that point, right? Yeah, uh, okay. that's not a bad name. Um, what? So is it like kind of like an Ant Man thing? Like you jump into the body and then you just like fuck their shit up? That doesn't happen in the Ant Man movie, does it? I, does Paul I Rudd haven't gets, seen Ant Man. Does Paul Rudd get swalt? I, I feel like that must have been in the storyboards at some point. I don't know if it made it into the finished product. Um. Yeah, I think you get swalt, and I think you're sort of an internal assassin, but it's the future, and because this is such a popular way to assassinate, uh, the more, like, wealthy, like, protected individuals will have nanomachines in there, mm-hmm. and so you gotta fight the nanomachines while just, like, fucking their stuff up in there. So you're you're playing an assassin in this case. I think you're a tiny assassin, and you jump into people's mouths and get swalt by them, and then you mm-hmm. just blast the fuck out of there. And maybe, like, they have little turrets installed in there, because they know tiny assassins trying to come for them, so they're like, they go get some body mods, and they get a little turret in their guts. Just a little gut turret. And I'm liking the idea that it's maybe a bit of a, sort of, there's a roguelike component to it, in that each of your uh, targets is somewhat randomized, because everybody's different. Everyone's body's a little different. Yeah, and maybe you have to go kill a cow. Yeah, why Why do we limit it to In people? fact, let's go ahead and say this is, takes place in sort of an Animal Crossing mm-hmm. universe, where all the characters are different animals, mm-hmm. and you kind of got to study up on, like, the um, the sort of internal layout of the stuff. So, like, maybe you have to go kill a snake, and that one will be more of an on-rail shooter. Right, that's an easy one. But a cow, fuck, dude. That's basically an open. That's like an open world. Stomachs and yeah, it's like in Final Fantasy thirteen when you finally get out of the fucking like shitty techno city, and then you get into the slightly less shitty, gigantic open savanna. That's Mm -hmm. what the cow level is going to be like. 
Oh, cow level. We could probably get Blizzard to make this one. Yeah, it's perfect. They're, I mean, we, they're looking for something to do now that Overwatch is basically out. We'll, we'll, well, hey, guys, we got it. Guys, we got this one for you. We'll pitch Man, them on it. I can't wait to play more fucking Overwatch. Me neither. Can Soon. we do this suggestion from Halt, Halt EXE, who sent in... Now, bear with me. Because this is going to sound like one of those suggestions where I read the title and I thought this was funny and I put it in the show and then we didn't talk about it much. But the suggestion is blast that ass. <laughs> and the reason I did this... Yeah, I, that was going to be my question. What's the reason you did this? If we... Hypothetical. Put on your hypothetical helmet and I'll put on mine and we're just going to have a free and open dialogue about okay. this. If you and I took control of Infinity Ward... And named the next Call of Duty game, Blast That Ass. Is Infinity War Reward making the next one? Yes, they're, they're up next. It's their turn. If they name the next Call of Duty game, Blast That Ass. Is, it gonna, is that the subtitle or, or the entire no, title? No. Call of Duty, Blast. Colon. No. Colon, it's just, it fits. Right? It, I think you could, I think people are going to buy the stuff anyway, right? Uh-huh. So I think it's three words. A lot of people probably aren't even gonna like notice. Like I want to. They go to GameStop. They say I want to put in a reservation for the new Call of Duty. The mm-hmm. the GameStop people is not gonna correct them. Right. They're just gonna like that's type the new blast. Call of Duty. I mean, like as long as there's a dude looking down with his arms crossed, holding like two giant pistols on the front. No, literally less than uh, half the dog, people it will notice. Bro, I heard it on the new box. He's got. He's holding three pistols. The third one is a special ass blasting pistol, but nobody plays the campaign, so no one will ever. No figure one will that ever out. figure that out. Yeah. Do you remember? There was a minute where they um they were trying to. Like, Infinity Ward was trying to get away from the Call of Duty name. Like, Modern Warfare 2 was just going to be called Modern Warfare 2 without Call of Duty on it. I yeah. wonder if we could eventually sort of pivot Blast That Ass into its own separate Blast franchise. That ass. Um, what if we, what if you kind of knew that, like, your game wasn't going to, like, really take off, like a, like a home front? Yeah. And you said, like, let's pivot and, like, give them something to remember us by. A little shock value. Like, all right, this game's going to sell x copies anyway the revolution is a fucking boring video game as subtitle what if we take this game that has no i'm not i'm not joking if they had released a video game called homefront blast that ass ass, there's no doubt in my mind i would have bought that video game. i absolutely think that yeah i don't i think it would have sold more copies i i don't have the numbers to back that off i'm not an industry analyst nope no, no pun intended, right? Because you got to blast that ass. But I, I think it would absolutely have done better. Okay. But I can't prove it. But my gut tells me that the curiosity vote is one that I don't think a lot of uh, publishers are getting these days. True. I'm not curious about Homefront the Revolution. I'm very curious about Homefront Blast That Ass. <laughs> Am I a little disappointed when I get it at home and I'm eight hours into the campaign and I have blasted zero, maybe three asses if you, there's a stealth mission and you shoot a guy in the butt? Yeah. Well, every time you do that, you get bonus points, you get DLC currency, mm-hmm. and... Um, this is really an 11th hour. Someone came in, they had a fixer coming at the last minute, and was like, dude, we spent three I years know, this game. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, like a Harvey Keitel character comes yeah. in, he's like, look. You're gonna have to trust me on this one. You worked hard on this game. You got this ball to the 95-yard line. I'm here to take it directly into the end zone. Blast that ass. Somebody get a mic, record this. Blast that ass. Now Writes you it on pl- a whiteboard. Now you play that sound clip every time anybody gets shot ever, including the player. <laughs> well, there's a lot of... Sir, there's a lot of automatic weaponry in our game. Yeah, I'm worried no. it might, the sound I mean, no. clip might trigger multiple times. Blah, 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 blast blah, that blast, ass. Blast that ass, 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 ass. 
No, I know. That's the idea. I'm really then, losing my voice. That is not then, a character. And then every time they shoot an enemy's ass, 10 extra points. 10 extra points. 10 points. And you deliver a dollar to the DLC currency account. We don't have DLC. What the fuck have you guys been doing for the last three years? Um, here's a here's an idea from Wade Line Bow 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 Wade Line Bow Wade Line Bach, uh, who suggests now. simply uh, Borat lands. Uh, is, is that a play on words of something? Uh, Borderlands, I think it's a little more obvious visually when you read it, but I think it's just Borat land, Borat lands. It's just Borat lands. It's Borderlands with Sasha Baron Cohen's uh, iconic character Borat in the title role. It's classes. Mm-hmm. My wife. My obviously. wife. Sorry to take. Sorry to snatch that out from now under you. Snatch that was it the and easy one. Now you just make me work harder. That's the true. That's why our our comedy rivalry works. Because mm-hmm. um, I take all the easy jokes and you go do the hard ones. So other- obviously there's Borat. Obviously there's my wife. Wait, Borat is a class in Boratlands? Yeah. There's not a class in Borderlands, it's just called Border. No, but I, I don't think that it has to line up one way. If you're, if you're telling me we're making a game called Boratlands where you can't play as Borat, you're <laughs> just dumping all of our money into the ocean, Griffin. Um, okay, uh, how about this classic quote from Borat? Mm-hmm. Not? <laughs> what about, so we have Borat as a selectable character, mm-hmm. but when you try to select him, he just says not. And, and so the only class you can play as is my wife. Is my wife, yeah. There's one class in Borat Lands. Well, I actually kind of like that, because I think if you were to revive the character of, of Borat in uh, in 2016, which you shouldn't, and I don't think that should ever happen, and he was recently on like a talk show as Borat, and seeing that 2006-ass character in 2016 really brought in a stark relief how like completely not acceptable he no, is. Yeah, like, no, yeah. Incre- I feel like every three days that pass, that idea gets twice as bad. Yeah, it's a, it's a cascading <laughs> sort of exponential value. Yeah, totally. Um... But if you were to do that, I think you need to you need to kind of set yourself up to to make that game work in 2016. I think we need to learn more about Borat's wife and kind of make her flesh her out into a character, see what she's like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fact that this joke no longer has legs on it, and we've been on it for like 90 seconds, makes uh-huh. me think that maybe maybe that, this isn't the winner. The half life has sort of dissolved down to nothingness. I do have this suggestion though, and it's from Mr. Tom. What's that? Now we are all Tom. Is his name could also be the suggestion. I was about to say that's not yeah. a bad suggestion. Uh, but the suggestion is eat Ben Stein's money. <laughs> okay, you remember that game show Win Ben Stein's yeah, yeah, money? Yeah, yeah, of course. This is like that, but you. It wasn't actually Ben Stein's money, right? There's no unless he was. Did he have a producer credit on that show? Was it in some way his money, or is it just a if name? you won, he didn't get paid for that episode. <laughs> That's why he fought so hard he fought against so every contestant. What's the capital of Madagascar? Please get it wrong. Please. He's always mumbling it. Benny, Benny, so hungry. He says, "Eat my money. Come eat my fucking money." I like the idea of like you're a thief, you rival thieves, and you have to bankrupt the other person, and you do that by spending your own money on like thievery tools, mm-hmm. and then you break into the other vault and you're not stealing their money as much as you're just devouring it like a hungry baby did you ever play that um in nintendo land there was a animal crossing thing where like one player on the gamepad was trying to pick up all these fruits and carry them back to the base and then all the other players are trying to catch them but the more fruits you picked up you were kind of weighed down by it it slowed you down i think that's a one-to-one version of how this could work the more money you eat obviously it was candy it was candy 
What was I saying? You fruit, you fucking casual. Whatever, it's Animal Crossing. What like why is there candy in it? I think it should have been fruit, frankly. Can we do a quick brainstorm session mm-hmm. on what the specific way, and I'm looking for specifics, the specific way Nintendo is going to fuck up the free-to-play oh. mobile versions of Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem. I got this. This is easy. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be a game enough. That's a, that's the simple one. There's a there's a 100% chance that it's we're going to download it super excitedly and we're we're going to play it and we're going to be like, "Yeah, it's okay, but it's like not really a real Animal Crossing game. There's not enough content. There's going to be some like real it's going to be a whiff. It has to be. There's I would love to be proven wrong. Hopefully like 6 months from now I'm listening to this and I'm like, "Man, I was really wrong. I'm playing Animal Crossing." Boy, I was being every a real day. ding-dong. You know, it would be a great Animal Crossing mobile game. Animal Crossing. Just the Animal Fucking Crossing Nintendo. <laughs> Fucking put guys. We brought in a, spe- a special analyst. Just like Blue Sky, this one. His name's Griffin. He's a big, enthusiastic boy. Hey, it's me, Griffin. I'm doing a voice Here's for my some business reason. card. It's a uh, big, enthusiastic boy. Anyway, uh, I got a great idea for your Animal Crossing game. Uh, I'm gonna just turn on Animal Crossing on GameCube. Now, just fucking look at it. Just fucking look at the screen while I play it. Why aren't you taking notes? Just do this. This. Put this in the phone. It's a one-slide PowerPoint presentation with a picture of Tom Nook and then an arrow and then a picture of an iPhone. Just put him in there. <laughs> and somebody somebody walks up and like puts a like free-to-play pachinko machine on the arrow. And it's like, no! Stop doing Stop doing that. Why do you guys always do that? Why do you have a sticker book full of pachinko machines? <laughs> this is not their first rodeo. Um, um, I got one that's probably going to be our shit. Really? Which is good, because we need, we need some time to discuss it. Is it... It's not the one from Chicken Dinner, right? Who just posted a photo of a black pickup truck with a sticker on the back that says hazardous fucking. <laughs> or is it? It's definitely not. Okay, because it says it says hazardous fucking in like kind of a uh, like a truckery font is the only way I could describe it. Is that the sequel to Irritating Stick? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Irritating <laughs> Stick 2. Hazardous fucking. Um, no, it's the one from Great Jiggy. Who says, help monsters and beasts from legend brush their teeth with this hot new HTC Vive fantasy dental hygiene adventure. Okay, so you're going in to the monster's mouth. But they are not swallowing you because that is, they could swallow you. But that would be a loss condition. I don't want to reward that behavior. Right, that's that's what you're trying to avoid. So it's kind of a mix of like... Uh, it's like those those games where you're trying to push down all the alligator's teeth and not get bit a little bit, but you're brushing them. I want it to be a way, m- a really, really, um, I want dentists to use this to train. It's like a simulator. It's like very detailed. Let's like, ta- let's on talk- some Nisei Monogatari shit, you're like in there and it's going on forever and you're really, you're really examining each tooth. And I want a- you to imagine the tactile response of holding floss between two HTC Vive controllers and just like getting that in between a tooth fucking- and then just fucking ripping it back and forth to like get in there. That's gameplay right there. That's gameplay, dog. Are, a water pick and a toothbrush and like a, a mouthwash that you have to like throw. Oh, There's one like of those water jet things. Yeah, that's, that's a water, water pick. pick yeah, that's called. Yeah. Oh, that could be fun. It could be really fucking good, dude. So like maybe the uh, you do some corrective work in there, like uh, um, you fill in a cavity, and when you fill in the cavity, you find some gemstones in there to upgrade your water pick. Do dragon now? Do dragons? And I guess it's up to us. This is our universe. But do dragons eat treasure, or do they just keep it? I think they like to eat treasure. Okay, that's how you remember it. In the great works of J.R.L. Tolkien, then 
he definitely liked to talk about how dragons like to eat treasure for fuel. Now, are you worried, though, that at one point, maybe we could have a kind of a red herring where you think you found a nice big hunk of gold, and he's like, oh, it's my filling. Yeah. Get out of there. That's actually a direct joke from J.J. Tolkien's The Dragon. Book, book the dragon. three. What was the third book called? Um, it was called The Tale of the Dragon's Dad. Mm-hmm. And it was... So that was in the Smog series, right? It was in the <clears throat> uh, the Smog manga. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when J.K. Tolkien did man- manga? Japanese um, manga. My favorite um, mangaka. Okay, let's develop this idea out because I'm very excited about it, and we've gone for almost a half hour. And in, okay. fi- and in five minutes, I have to go stream Hearthstone on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> your, your life got weird over the past 10 years, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so you, the, I, the core comment is like brushing, flossing, water picking, mm-hmm. uh, cleaning. Uh, oh, man, the fucking uh, um, the shots that you give them, like the paint, the numbing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be Which can be like, scary because all of a sudden, like a lot of these dragons don't know their own strength. They're not I, all dragons, I obviously. think if you fuck up somewhere, you're instantly killed, right? Right. It's a lot more... I like it because it's higher stakes than normal dentistry. Now, is there a, is there a fluoride situation where we have, like, kind of maybe, like, a, a hero-flavored tooth goop that we make the dragon bite down on, kind of get those teeth nice and strong? Yeah, I think you can, like... I think that would be a bonus objective, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because you can make the teeth real, real strong, but that's just going to increase the chance that you are going to be absolutely destroyed um, if you goof are, this up too bad. I would love to know more about... And maybe we figure this out later on down the down the road, but, like... What are we? Who are we? Why are we doing dentistry Ew. for these dragons? Um, well, somebody's got to do it, right? I guess, but also, historically, are, unless we're a dragon. No, we're definitely not a dragon. We're definitely a, a person or a dwarf or a gnome or a hobbit or a little... I think for scale reasons, it's important that you be... Multiple classes. Multiple classes. So a, dwar- a, a, a hobbit could get in there and get in between those teethers really, really good. Yes. But, but an elf is going to be smoother on the tongue. That's true. So they they're different. They have their strengths and weaknesses to each one. Yeah, I would like there could be a character who maybe uh, is a little clumsier, but can take a bite, take a bite or oh, two before he goes down. And that brings up a good point. If at any point you like drop the toothbrush, gulp down it goes. You are not getting that shit back. Well, then what? Well, what happens then from a gameplay perspective? You got to do a just just do it with your hands, just your hands, just sort of like mm. scrubby dub with your with your hands. Um, I feel like this is half of a good idea. I feel like we're missing the heat. Do you want to generate that together? Let's generate that together. Let's generate a new special combo idea. For people who don't know, we're each going to come up with one phrase or one word, and we're going to combine them together. Okay, I'm going to say a word involving dentistry, and you say a more sort of traditional gameplay concept. Okay, all right. One, two, three. Oral. Reloading. Oral Oral reloading. reloading. Interesting. So this is a this is a Vive game, right? So obviously you've got full range of motion. You can like grab stuff from anywhere. One of my favorite things that Vive games do is like when you need to reload your gun or grab a new weapon, you just reach over your shoulder or down by your waist yeah, and that's... it just magically appears in your hand. It feels cool every time. If you haven't done it, it's like the best. So I'm thinking you rip your own fucking teeth out of your head? Maybe. No, like... no, no. I think when I hear oral reloading, I'm imagining that like you've got uh, while you're in the mouth doing the work, because you got to kind of climb in the mouth, because I think that that would be better than trying to do it from the front. A, a normal dentist has to stay outside the body because the mouth is so small, but you can actually get in there on that big pillowy wet. I'm tongue. sorry, I thought this was 
clear the whole time. You're absolutely in the fucking mouth. Okay, good. You were sitting cross-legged in the mouth on this this hot, wet, sticky tongue, and you are There I go. That was it. There I go. Uh, All right. Well, Griffin, I'm going to give you a little bit of time to just kind of clean up. (laughs) I just need to catch my breath. Yeah. We'll be back in a little bit. We're back. We took a 15-minute break. Mm -hmm. It took Um, a while. uh, Yeah. Anyways, there's that wet, sticky tongue. Um, you're surrounded. I love that because it's such a VR game. Like uh, so many VR games involve you being sitting still, perfectly static, surrounded by your like objectives. You've got two to four rows of teeth around you in every direction. You've got all these, and then you've got like I guess holsters, and that's that's where the oral reloading comes in. Is that you've got like your toothbrush is not powerful enough for dragon teeth. It gets eroded very quickly, and so you're gonna have to reload. You're gonna have to have basically a whole. Like a like bandoliers of toothbrushes. Yeah, on you. What if you have like a like a a coil of floss around yourself, um, and I you love use that. that to floss? But then you can also use it to secure yourself under one of the teeth. So if gag reflex, you accidentally get swallowed, you can climb out that esophagus, like climb repel, right back up, like repel up it. Oh, that's awesome! That adds because this is like. This is easily hands down the most exciting dentistry game ever made. There's yeah. there's peril, there's tension. There's danger, yeah. Um is there upgrades? There's upgrades, right? Like There's you obviously get, upgrades. Yeah. I imagine that they'd give you some of their horde. We've talked about dragons a lot. Any other sort of creatures that you want to explore? Yeah. Oh, how about a whale? A whale would be really good. A Gotta whale get all would the be krill great. out of the uh what are the what's the thing? The what are the big mesh teeth that those things have called? The krillin? Uh the krillin. Oh, that's yeah. Dragon Ball. The right? Piccolo. Um <laughs> It's called the Dreamcatcher. Oh, that's nice. That's um, nice considering how super gross it is. Yeah, what we're actually talking about. No, the smell would be bad. Uh, dragon whale whale would be good. Like you just have a lot of space. You're gonna need like a ballroom sized VR mm-hmm. chamber for that to work. And I think maybe just the monster. Uh, it scales to the size of the VR chamber that you've got set up. I love the idea of there being. Maybe it's just because I'm coming off the tail end of Uncharted 4, but just, like, these really elaborate scripted set pieces where, like, in the whale one, when you get 95% of the way through, you just get swallowed. And then you go on kind of a inside-the-whale's-tummy-like adventure, and then you end up, like, kind of rappelling your way up to the blowhole at the last minute. That would be great. Or every, like, minute and a half or so, the whale opens his mouth and lets in a blast of water. And if you don't drop to your knees and grab onto that tongue and hold on for dear life... You got to use the those kind of wrist or those palm buttons on the Vive controller for squeezing, and really just got to squeeze onto the tonsils and hang tight. Which is funny that you mentioned that because uh, actually uh, compressing those palm buttons on the HTC Vive it controllers fucking... is roughly equivalent to holding onto a whale's tongue while a gigantic oceanic blast tries to just launch you down its. Skull I up. fucking I played a, a shooter once. I demoed this game where uh, you. To hold the guns, you had to squeeze down the palm buttons on the Vive controller, uh, and and your hands I are just like hands your hands week. are just jacked now. Um, whale, dragon, big person, just a big giant, just a regular man. I think would be funny. Uh, like wait, an orc. But, wait, are you inside the orc at that point, or would you be? Yeah, well, I think there's got to be. It's a video game, right? There's got to be some suspension of disbelief because obviously an orc is kind of equivalent to a person, but yeah, you got to watch those fangies, huh? Gameplay is gameplay, and you, we got to we've got a system in place where you maybe you're a very maybe you're for the orc ones you're like a small fairy. Yeah, you know. What about a bird? Now do and and that would be great because we could finally solve the eternal mystery. Does bird do, have teeth? Do they have teeth in there, or is it just beak? 
And if so, here's what, how do they chew? If that, that, uh, I've heard a lot of scientists say there's no teeth in there. How, question, question back to you, Occam's razor. How do you? How do they chew? It's because yeah. they have fucking teeth in there. Have you been in there? Have you not, been in there? Not until now. Now you have been. And I love. I mean, we we've got a whole team of concept artists and storyboarders who can really get on this and explore just some of the possibility because nobody knows what's in a bird's mouth. We can get to the. We can let them really go wild. We've got a lot of creative folks on the team who I think would love to tackle that problem. Sarlacc. Do you think that we could borrow mm. that one? You oh, know, yeah. sometimes you don't like have to license something from Lucas Arts. They're just like, yeah, you can borrow that one. You can use that one for a second. That's. I feel like the, in general. The Star Wars uh, property, and especially Disney, are very hands-off with their properties and very chill about they're, it. I hear that they're very chill they're about it. They're pretty chill. As long as you just borrow it. Like, hey, we'll give it back. We will give it back, the Sarlacc. But it's just like, it's a big, big monster with like a million teeth. And basically, you got to be repelling the whole time in there because you've got like nothing to hold on to. You're constantly dodging. Constantly dodging, rotating The Sarlacc teeth. is one of, the, in, one of God's creatures that doesn't even want its teeth brushed at all. So yeah. you're actually battling with it to clean its teeth but and oh it's gonna look so good have you ever that's something we've never seen in all of star wars the fictional a fucking sexy universe. looking sarlacc with like yeah, good looking ex- teeth and like a even sh- in the expanded universe i don't think they ever showed you a perfectly clean polished up yeah sarlacc pit i think this is a good video game yeah i feel pr- i feel like we have something here i think i'm ready to blast this ass let's blast this ass let's wait for this sweet hog to pass us by yeah Jesus. that sounded good meaty i live in a biker bar you live in a biker bar and a police station. Yeah, I live in a in a common hangout where it's kind of like a no man's. You know how like there's that Christmas day in World War in World War Two or one yeah. where they all. I live in like a, a sort of a no man's land for bikers and cops where they can just hang out with no pretenses. And so there's a lot of revving of engines and a lot of sirens in every uh, recording I do. So on Christmas day, do they all get together and have a game of soccer outside and put their differences aside? <laughs> they do. Yes, it's cute. Beautiful. Also, that that like Mahudore, that song from the Grinch <laughs> plays. Also, um, our guest this week is Danny O'Dwyer from Gamespot. Hey, Danny. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Pleasure to be here. Love this podcast. It's our, it's our first O. It's our first person with an O in their name. Mm-hmm. There you go. And last, I hope. Yeah, you, you want to be? You want to have the market cornered on our our Irish fandom? Is there anyone else in the games press who's got O in their name? Um, is there any other Irish people? I mean, there's Irish people. You guys could get Jack Septa guy on here. Um, um, we basically do. Griffin was doing an intro last week that was very reminiscent of him. It was. Um, For a fraction of a second, I thought you were taking the piss out of me and then realized, oh, no, <laughs> they're talking about a much more prominent YouTuber. Just a much a way Irisher. <laughs> yeah, super Irish. Super, he cranks it up to 11. Super Irish. Um, um, yeah, I don't think there's any other prominent O's in the industry. We would have to venture outside. We'd have to get, like, a Bill O'Reilly type. Yeah. And he, I think he's probably got a lot of, like, important stuff to say about, like, uh, Doom. Yeah, huge, uh, yeah, huge Skyrim fan. Him, man, actually. this is one of those situations where I'm like, you know, there's a 99% chance he'd say no, but it's super worth asking for the 1% chance he says <laughs> what yes. What if he's like a diehard fan? Yeah, what if he's just like a down-ass dude who wants to talk about some games? I think about this from time to time, right? President Barack Hussein Obama, and the Hussein's important, a lot of people forget. <laughs> um, uh, he's got to listen to podcasts, right? Probably. So like, there's a small chance that uh, yours is one of them. That's true. Every single one. There's like a probably a subset of quiet celebrities who listen to everything we do, which makes it really scary when uh, if you're making any sort of pop culture related joke. Yeah. Um, so my, I've actually cut that off at the head by not knowing anything about pop culture or any celebrities. That way I don't have to worry about that issue. At See, all. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid because I don't subscribe to that. That like like fuck Johnny Depp. There it is. Whoa. Whoa. It's out there now. We just lost a listener. Um, so, Danny, 
uh, I think you're you're familiar with the premise of the show, but just to recap, we have asked Twitter.com for uh, some video game ideas, and we got some real uh, real bangers in this week. And Griffin, I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna pin this squarely on him. Griffin mm-hmm. really honed in on one of them. Uh, um, you've forgotten what it was. No, you? I haven't. It's okay. Uh, this game, Danny, is a as as usual. Uh, it's a virtual reality game that uh, where we've taken on the task of developing. It's gonna be it's gonna be all HTC Vive until like somebody invents like a fucking free floating water ball that you just get inside and it just like senses your like your brain nerve signals because mm-hmm. like it, that's the next step up from two controllers that you hold in your hands and they look like big robot popsicles. It's fun. Yeah, it leapfrogs. Into- yeah, it, we have that sort of weird animus crane thing that Fastbend is using in the middle, but eventually the the blue ball yeah. took some li- took some liberties with that, huh? They really they really made the uh, the animus a lot more fun to as an on camera. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's object. it's no longer just a fucking tanning bed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't really translate visually. I guess they decided. I, guess not. I mean, yeah, I mean, otherwise they just it's the fucking Matrix, right? That's their problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how's the Assassin's Creed movie? Well. It's like 40 minutes of it right there in the middle is just Fassbender kind of lying down in a tanning bed. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah, I'd watch that dude do anything. Especially tanning. If you Um, had like a a premium website that I could subscribe to just watch full, uncut, unedited videos. Just a a, a rotisserie of Fassbender. Oh, that would be nice. That'd be a good Uh, Facebook live stream right there. Danny O'Dwyer, our game. It's an HTC Vive game. Have you played the Vive? Yeah, big, huge market actually. Good, sh- good shout. Yeah, for fertile that one. ground. I feel big like. install base. Mm-hmm. Nowhere to go but up. That's how yeah, we look at it. That's fair point. Unless nobody buys the damn thing, and then we'll, we'll actually go yeah, down. I probably think more vibes are being created than destroyed right now. So in that yeah. sense, our audience is growing. Um, uh, I hadn't even thought about this, but like people are on my Facebook feed are just now seeing a commercial for Tilt Brush. I feel like last week, like a bunch of my friends came to me like, "Dude, have you heard about Tilt Brush?" It's like, yeah, that game's like a hundred million years old, but just now people are realizing like virtual reality is a thing that you can do in your house, mm-hmm. which is fun because then I'm gonna be like, oh, I got that shit back in my house, yeah, dog. Guess and what? People, Come on people over. treat me like I'm Tony Stark. Um, <laughs> but I think when people see the like commercial, I feel like this is gonna commercialize well to people who don't understand that like uh, it's 2016, we got jetpacks. Um, mm-hmm. This is an HTC Vive game where you are doing dentistry. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, I just got some wisdom tea taken out like three weeks ago, so I'm already I'm hooked. Well, I know so, I know what you're thinking, Danny, which is I could go do dentistry in real life. Yeah, that, I mean, back street dentistry is what most of my twenties were all about. Yeah, you have a lot of experience in in just kind of back alley tooth yanking, is what yeah. you call it here. Yeah, a lot of people on a on a night out they sort of run out of cash, but if they're willing to sort of drop their their their, you know, if you want to. Te- tooth necklaces don't make themselves so if you just swap somebody a 50 they usually have yeah. some extra molars they want to get rid of and it's good because if you're if you're trying to make some money on a night out by yanking some teeth uh mm. presumably all of your clients are also super plastered which is the best time to get your teeth yanked because you can't you can't really feel it as much yeah it's like yeah. a public service but once you got a bit of dutch courage in it it's like it's a win-win dutch courage yeah i haven't heard that one before huh oh I, i'm full of those kind of deflecting i guess i think a cool look would be if you got every other tooth in your head pulled mm-hmm. mm. so then um, and on both sides you would alternate it i think so if you just close your mouth it might look normal from far away but then you open it up uh, yeah you thought only one co- row was showing but i only have one row it's like a, i kind of have a jack-o'-lantern a dude jack-o'-lantern of teeth going on could you 
take a yeah. bite of something, what would your bite mark look like at that point? It would be dis- it would be iconic. It would be a, an iconic, distinctive bite People mark. People would know it when they see it. Yeah. You'd never um, have to floss again as well. you just have these massive oh, holes. You just you rotate Q- around the two feet. You fucking Q-tip it. What, what ooh, if? That's what the, if? Ooh, that really. Sorry, that really sets mm. sets off some sort of anti ASMR in my head. The idea of a Q-tip <laughs> cleaning a tooth is somehow the <laughs> worst. Ooh, that's yeah. BSMR. <laughs> PDSMR. This is like some sort of Guillermo del Toro horror hole we're going down. But what if? You, what if you went molars first? So molars on the front, and they they slowly. Oh like, man! Are you telling yeah. me we reverse the order of the tooth? Yeah, we're going like out. That would be fun. A okay, lot of anyway. like body mod is, is is adding or removing things, but I like the idea of remixing your existing Just, yeah. body parts. Yeah. This is Griffin's Mouth Remix, Summer 2016 edition. <laughs> okay, we've gotten 1% into the idea, yeah. and like I can't even believe this is the worst job we've ever done at pitching this to a guest. Uh, the teeth are inside of a monster's head, oh. and you're you're in that mouth as well. So there's a there's a definite aspect of danger you got a giant toothbrush you've got i want you to imagine the visceral feeling of holding floss between two htc vibe controllers and just kind of like put looping it over a tooth and just like shimmying back and forth to like mm-hmm. belt sand that shit off the tooth and meanwhile like the your feel every once in a while there's like what sounds like a small rumble or an ex- like you're in a in a sort of building that's falling down sort of mm-hmm. vibe like it's there's this constant sense of like you could get swallowed at any minute and maybe mm-hmm. you do at some point. And maybe you do. Is that a win condition, a loss condition? We're still going back and forth. Is that forth. a punishment or is that a reward? It kind of depends on the play. Depends on like the the whether it's me. Is Griffin playing or is Nick playing? I I, I, I want to get something out of the way early because I feel like this is very important. You okay. said it was a dentistry game. This sounds a little bit more like a dental hygienist. Is there is there actual What's like the removing of is there removing of teeth? Is there I a think surgical the, aspect? Yes. the the advanced The advanced levels are going to involve. Uh, you know, Novocaine and them up. Yeah, and you work I your way up. The, I've been to the dentist a little bit. Um, do they still use like Novocaine the people up before they get in there and do their business? I mean, I did when I was doing the back alley stuff. That okay, was, that was most of the reason people did it. Well, I was don't it imagine Novocaine? I, how do you? How are you? Were you using Novocaine or were you using just something to kind of stand in for it? Well, you know, chloroform, Novocaine, it's like the same thing, right? Basically, basically, so it's a long yeah, word. You shoot it, you shoot it in the gums. It's it'll get the job done. Um, okay, so uh, monsters. Getting the teeth out of them, they you get paid. We've been talking about a system where maybe you're digging out a cavity and there's a big golden golden ruby in there, and you think, well, this is this sucks. I wish it was just a regular ruby, um, but you get that out of there, and then you can spend it on a floss upgrade or a toothbrush upgrade or a water pick upgrade or longer what floss, it, longer floss, scented flavored floss. Um, maybe you earn enough points, and like Oral B will send you like their new exotic. Uh, like Red Bull toothpaste flavors in the mail, like a little sampler, and then we get that. Then we get that dentistry money of you know we're promoting oral health education at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I like that. That's like we can every level could be paid for by by a different you know tooth company because like that's what they do right you go to the dentist and then they, you give you that little gift bag and it's always full of like aquafresh or oral b or something yeah and not to nitpick but when you say tooth company you mean like mm. tooth uh, sorry tooth hygiene company yeah like a crest or a scope yeah i like this that a- i like that we're also like promote like this is becoming kind of a recurring bit for us of of bringing edu like putting the edu back in tainment well, I feel like with the whole, you know, lawsuit you guys are going to eventually have with that cigarette idea, I feel like this is probably... Whose was... The... Now, whose was that? I don't that remember was, that. 
Which was that one? That, that was must an, have been. An, sorry. Was that like an early episode? Danny, where we I'm sure about... you listen to a lot of podcasts, and it's okay if you were mm-hmm. thinking of something else. So yeah. just go ahead and say right now that I was thinking. Just say I was thinking of something else. Sorry, say that for us. Yeah, say that for us right now. I was thinking of Neil Druckmann's podcast. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 wait, does the monster know you're doing this? Is is the monster cool with this? Ooh, good now, question. this is an interesting angle that Are we have Are you like a stealth, like you sneak in when he's asleep and you get in there and try to clean you, it without wake, like a don't wake daddy, don't wake you, like dragon. You pop on the one ring, you slip into that big sticky mouth, you slip off the one ring, you get your business done fast. In and out. Mm. So it's a stealth out. game too. Could be. It's every game interesting angle that's interesting so yeah we were just to be clear we were actually our picture our mental image of this is that it's going to be primarily focused on fantasy creatures which is why we keep talking about dragons so a lot of dragons a lot of gnomes and orcs and elves and half elves halflings uh half uh what are the little short guys from the lord of the yeah lord of the leprechauns the leprechauns Um, it's weird that you say this because we're we've been explicitly talking about being inside of giant monsters mouths and it sounds like you just want to be in a guy's mouth (laughs) me just just like in a regular guy's mouth and not like a fantasy creature has all types right like there's there's big monsters and there's small monsters i would argue that an elf is a small monster i don't that seems wildly racist to me. Well, they're not real, so it doesn't count. Uh, well, Do you think, like, any fiction, like Mario and Luigi, look at those little monsters? I, I actually do, yeah. When you look at Mario and Luigi, or you're like, oh, that's a human man. That's what a human man looks like to me. I guess not. Yeah, that's what I thought. The cool how, how small are you willing to go on this? Because, like, wh- when, the, when the monsters are getting smaller, are you staying the same size? So, like, eventually you're, like, you can, you're actually struggling to get your head inside of the monster? That's a good question. Always- and I think my vision for this, and Griffin, tell me what you think. But I think that you, uh, your character kind of scales with the monster so that the core, we, we need there, some, there to be some stability. Like, the core gameplay is always you sitting cross-legged on a big wet tongue uh, looking around. I got to, hey, hold on, I got a phone call. I got to go away for a few minutes. Okay. Griffin's <laughs> easy to... Uh, He's got some words that when he hears them, they kind of set him off. Hey, I'm back. Yeah. Doesn't take him long, uh, though. He's gotten good at He's efficient. Uh, uh, let's, um, Danny, gut check. How's it, how's this idea treat you? Uh, I like it. It's, I think what I like about the edutainment thing is that this game is going to fund itself, is that we're going to be able to get tax breaks. Sorry, you're going to be able to get tax breaks for it. Um, I think the problem I'm having is what is the, like, where's the scaling on this? What, I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. cleaning people's mouths. That's not yeah. fun. Like, what, what's the No, next it's not level? fun. That's, that's the problem, Danny. I feel like I'm kind of with you. Nick, I'm going to go ahead and go out of limb. This is a bad idea. Hmm. I don't think this game idea is actually very good. I think it's the one that we had a half hour of footage. And we said, we said, let's just let's just roll on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we can polish this turd enough to the point where, like, this sounds like a this sounds like a game idea that like any other game company would come out with. So, what, but like, what's I feel the like cool people what's, twist is what you're right. Asking, and right? we tried to develop that, and it, it kind of failed. Um, what's you went straight? Flavor? You went straight for virtual reality. That's what you did. You just went okay. Like we put this in VR, then it's like that's it. That's that well, we can everything. make it some fucking like name any celebrity, and there's like some completely insane game on the ios store where you can like cut their hair mm-hmm. cut olivia munn's hair like do uh, surgery do, on the, the girl from frozen yeah like that that's that we could make that easy but like a uh, uh, dream big mm-hmm. that's that was our attempt at dreaming big and our, our big dream was just kind of an average medium-sized dream so what if the monsters are like are are maybe like eating celebrities or they're like eating they're like rampaging and while you're fixing this come from? like while you're fixing their teeth they're also like eating so you have to keep fixing their teeth so that they can keep oh, devouring I like people. It. 
so there's kind of a like you're it's almost like an arcade game where you're trying to to clean up these messes and fix these teeth faster than they than they can get messed up right yeah but meanwhile like, but meanwhile fucking like you're working on a filling and then Christina Ricci just goes flying by you. And, and maybe in slow motion, you have to dodge her Ricci time. Ricci time. You enter Ricci time. And you have a Ricci time meter that, well, it'd be called something else, but. Well, one thing, one other thing we talked about, Danny, was the idea that this could actually, even though it appears at face value to be a, a very kind of rote, almost like puzzle game, that, that it could have these moments, these very like high, like big scale uncharted moments of, Let's say you get washed away and you explore the belly for a little bit and then you like grab onto the large intestine and then tumble, tumble down. It falls out from under you and then you get blown out like a whale's blowhole was another one of those. And do you think there's anything there? Do you think that could be an angle we take? I mean, that could maybe be how you escape through each monster in between monsters. That, like, okay. You're, so the you're end searching of every level for the butthole. Has, yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're lemmy winksing your way, sort of doing a reverse lemmy winks where you're trying to find your way down through the intestine maybe like using a teeth a tooth to cut it open like a particularly sh- oh, sharp holy shit and then you come out exactly and then you come out like a piece of holy shit out the butthole and then from there you get eaten by another monster and it's like oh man this keeps happening this is crazy like it's crazy that i'm a dentist and all these monsters keep <laughs> eating me why is this happening and then eventually there's a reason why that's happening but like i'm, I'm not clear we don't have to figure, figure that out today yeah, yeah yeah i'm pretty sure Creating a game where, in virtual reality, you get shitted, that gets you the uh, the uh, ESRB, the in rating, which is just stands for nah. No. The ESRB has given our game a no, and yeah. it's actually canceled now. But if you sell it as, like, edutainment, then you probably don't need to like, go through traditional that's true. retailers. You can, you can sell this directly to dentistry schools. If we swing it, that's why, the, like, I feel like when you ever, if you ever saw some some boobies in a textbook in school, it was in a very medical it, context. I think yeah. maybe the same rule applies to dragon buttholes. For sure. I mean, yeah, pages 250 to 260 in my science book were real sticky. It was sticky just all, dra- of, all dragon buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird... That's a weird Irish school you went to, dude. <laughs> yeah, Catholic school. They had to like figure out all the reasons why things happen, but not give science credit for it. So yeah, put the fear. It's dragons. <laughs> Do dragon, you think dragons. Just a lot of dragon holes. Mm. Maybe dragon holes is the name of the game. Maybe. maybe. Weird name for a game that is uh, presumably about dentistry. Are the dragons? Can we give them a celebrity voice cast? Oh, and you're the, thinking. Uh, I know where you're going with this. You're going. Uh, it's got to be Benedict, right? We got to get Smog. Oh, B- Benny mm. Cumberbatch would be great, but um, I don't think we, I don't think we could get him with our budget. Okay, which is, which, and our budget is whatever Crest is willing to pay. Right. Which, by the way, I'm not as sold on that idea as you guys are because I want you to really close your eyes and I want you to imagine here. And I want you to think about the last time you saw a toothpaste commercial. I'm pretty sure they just don't do them anymore because everybody knows what kind of toothpaste they like now because it's 2016. Well, maybe that means that they're sitting on an enormous marketing budget, not unlike a dragon and some treasure. They're just hoarding it, waiting for the right proposition, the right proposal to come along like this one. There's only one way to find out. I think Is we it? should have a, a range of celebrities. Like we could, it, On the high end, we got Benny because he's, he's never been hotter. But on the low end, maybe we got someone small. Maybe somebody from like a like a television show. Can we get like, Benny, but have him do his American accent from Doctor Strange? Yeah, that's much cheaper. You can get him for half price if he does his American accent. What about Luke Perry? He's probably <laughs> it's the best one. Yeah. So maybe it's just Luke. Maybe that level, he's not voicing a dragon. 
It's just LP. Yeah. As and he's in, oh man, and in that one, in that level, so each level's got different challenges, right? There's one where you're flying around in Big Bird. Um, do bird even have teeth? That's one of the mysteries you want to solve. Uh, you're in a whale. The whale's going to open its up, mouth up and let water in. You've got to grab onto his tongue so you don't get washed away. Mm. For the Luke Perry level, you're just inside of Luke Perry's mouth, and he's recording. He's, he's on, on the set shooting a scene, doing some scene work during Party of Five. Was that him? I'm thinking 90210 was the only thing. 90210 was oh, definitely oh. him. He was at the start of the fifth element. We could do that. We could just like the first five minutes. Okay, of the yeah, fifth the first element. five minutes of the fifth element scene from Luke Perry's mouth and you're doing some dentist work in there, but you gotta be real quiet. You don't wanna get caught. You don't wanna end up in the final cut of the film because Bruce Willis, Bruno will get like... You'll end up being like a, one of those Easter egg rumor mill thing. We're gonna be on you'll Snopes. Be the, like, hey, if you pause at the beginning of the fifth element and zoom in, you can see a little tiny man in Luke be the Luke fucking teen wolf, teen wolf dick is what it'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like Luke Besson never wanted anyone to see that, but here we have it. Here we have it. There's a little man inside of Luke Perry's mouth. That's and he's fun. doing dentistry in there. That would be a fun Easter egg for fans. I think it would be a lot a lot like the uh, kind of some of the stuff that's hidden in Uncharted. Hidden. Not hidden, but that's in Uncharted. Just a fun little period piece takes you back. Although I, I wonder if maybe the overlap isn't there for people who are interested in a dentist simulating Vive game who own the Vive hardware and people who are fans of 90210. We've, this game, we've lost the nugget of what this game is. I think we, we got caught on a Luke Perry and so I think passion I, project. And, and a lot of the game developers I talk to say that that is a common thing you got to watch out for in game development. So many really great projects have fallen apart. The very the first uh, Fear Effect sequel was actually, they, they fell down a Perry hole and the just game fell, fell apart before that. Little Big, Little Big Planet started out as a super hyper-erotic Japanese visual novel. All I heard there was falling down a Perry hole, and I'm thinking that could be the Luke Perry level title. Oh, definitely. So we've got that. Although that that raises the bigger question of, I think we do need a name for this game. I just Googled, because I was looking into like my own sort of, um, I, I went down my own little Google hole, um, and I found, uh, I was Googling Shrek Dentistry. Because I thought that might be a fun angle. Right. And I found a video, and it's of a Shrek Rotten Root Canal Playset Dentist Dr. Drill and Phil Play-Doh Comparison Toys Review on t- on YouTube. And it looks like a real thing. It's like Shrek's big open plastic mouth, and then you make the teeth out of Play-Doh, and then you have to do dentistry on it. So this is sort of an analog version of what we're describing. Yeah. This video has 124 million views. Holy shit. <laughs> So the market's there. That's probably Yeah, that's great news. Yeah, no, this is definitely going on the fucking PowerPoint. Definitely. I also want to include, I'll drop it in the Skype window for you guys, but I did a little Googling of my own, and I found another image that I think should go uh, on the PowerPoint. Okay. So this is this would be Maychamp. Well, that's Machoke, actually. It's a common mistake. They look pretty mm-hmm. similar. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry. I, I miscounted the number of arms. It's Maychoke, and it looks like he swallowed... I'm gonna say about 24 Pokemon. Yeah, he's got Rhydon. You can see uh, you can see Electrode in the lower right corner, or maybe that's Voltorb. It's hard to tell because you can just see the outline pressing through the skin. There's a Togepi in the upper right. There's definitely a Charizard head. Should we just not publish a game this week? You think? Because it seems like we can't really batten down the hatches on this. We're one. getting. We're going. I, I'm sorry. I googled Luke Perry Vore and I found this photo of Machoke with all the po- with all the Pokemon in him. Um, no, I think I think that this is this is worth pursuing. I think that there's a like like Danny identified. I think there's a real money making opportunity here by licensing it, making it edutainment. I think this game is this is one of the most game like games I think we've made in a while. I and think, that's why I fucking hate it so much. Yeah, it's too good, it's too playable. Because you keep you keep bringing up the idea of holding floss between your Vive controllers, and I think that's a fucking awesome mechanic. That's a good honestly. place to start. Yeah, I just was that where this whole thing started. You just thought about holding that like. 
and you went straight for floss. It wasn't like, oh, you can make a Hitman game or something. You just went, or like fixing pianos. No, or we don't want to make a, another murder game. A murder simulator. I mean, isn't every game eventually a murder simulator? What if you just went f- full Pokemon and you were always cleaning Pokemon teeth? That would be nice. They're more. I mean, Game Freak seems getting like they're getting more and more more loose with that license. They're letting more and more people take a stab at doing something weird with it. If they'll let Pikachu be a detective, they should let me get inside Gyarados's mouth and clean yeah, out fake sharp things. Imagine cleaning out Trubbish. That'd be just like the, that'd be the boss level right at the end. Because it's yeah. Oh, it's a lot. Of, take a lot of cleaning. Because mm. he's made of trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. That's that's why dirty trash uh, Pokemon. Um, I like that idea. Just stuck on Shrek, I guess. Yeah, you is that? Do you think that's the the angle? We know that it works. We know that kids love Shrek. We know that the the Play-Doh thing gets what views. I just I guess? think it could, I think it could be really slimy in there, and I think you would have like a like a like some worms or something. You might be right, uh, and like dirt and yeah, onions. On- uh, onions. <laughs> Obviously, there's onions. And shit. <laughs> you did you <laughs> probably just eating a bunch of shit in the swamp? Just <laughs> swampy shit. Um, <laughs> and there's a dragon in Shrek too. Yeah, that's there's the a thing. Because big... I think you just did what I did, Griffin, which is you googled Shrek vor and found that there's almost no Shrek vor, but there's all the red dragon vor out there. No, in, in fact, if you're searching for Shrek-based materials, you have to actually type in Shrek minus vor. To just kind right. of veer away non-vor assets because that movie also ha- that series also has a super sexy lady dragon in it and like that's big and getting that could get you swallowed real good yeah that's I you think- could get in donkey's mouth are you kidding me donkey teeth because I found a, be- I found a screenshot from our game look it's done okay. someone's already made it. I don't know if you live in fear, uh, Danny, of when you get a Skype ping that you've just been sent an image file by Nick Robinson, <laughs> mm. but it's never great. Yeah, I've sent. Okay. There's one image I send Griffin a lot, but this is different. So this looks like the um, slobbering mouth of the Shrek Lady Dragon, just get just mid swall, like on its way towards you, first person with a hand up. I think this is the opening cutscene of the game when you get eaten. Yeah, you start with the dragon. I figured dragon would be like the last level. Well, maybe it's like a like a Metroidvania abilities situation where you start with the dragon and then it's like five years earlier. Did you say a, <laughs> Did you say abilities? Ability. Well, maybe that's the name of the game. Ability, because you're always upgrading your gear, your loadout. I think if we don't get Shrek in the title, then we're wasting time. All right. What if you start off in the dragon, and then remember that like kissing technology you guys have been working on? What mm-hmm. if you transferred to different monsters as by, they kiss, oh, as they kiss I love each other? That. So it's a you monster had to do like kissing a- party where they all leave with clean teeth, and you had to do a fucking like Tony Hawk. Like rail to rail transfer. You go up the tongue of the orc, do a revert down the tongue of the dragon, and that's how you hit R one. Yeah, exactly. And then you're into the next one. (laughs) So yeah, so they're all like kissing. It's like a, it's like a, you know, you get all kids together for like, what is it? So you can give them all chicken pox and stuff. Like it's like that, except all these monsters are like, yo, we have this dentist. Let's all get together, make out with each other, get all our teeth cleaned. And then for some reason, you end up getting pooped out at the end. So basically, if you've ever, because it's. There's Shrek characters kissing now in addition to eating you. So if you basically if you've ever like jacked off to any scene in Shrek, <laughs> we've got you covered. We are your one-stop shop. If there's any part of Shrek that you're like, "Oh, hello." That's come to us cuz we we got the market cornered. <laughs> Maybe the game is just called Oh, hello Shrek. Oh, hello. Like and then Shrek like, and a winky face. You can like you're hanging out of like donkey's mouth trying to clean his like buck teeth situation. Oh yeah. Maybe yeah. it's like a middle one. 
And and in the beginning of the level, you're cleaning waffles out of his teeth. Perfect. Yeah, and Luke Perry as Shrek. <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't get Mike Myers, <laughs> but we could get Eddie Murphy. Mike Myers uh, is busy, but we got Don- Eddie Murphy. Donkey. Come come get out of my swamp. <laughs> And it's it. first read, first read Luke Perry, like yeah. fucking dry run Luke Perry. We we sh- we hand him the script, start recording, and it's the first take of each one. I feel like we've thrown, I'm looking at the wall. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of spaghetti up there. Mm. A tremendous amount of spaghetti up there. And I don't know if this, this spaghetti's going to fall down onto my plate and I'll be able to cover it with a pasta sauce and have like a sort of cohesive Italian dinner waiting for me. I feel like some of these, some of this isn't spaghetti at all. In fact, it's like sour gummy straws. And some some of it's just rope. Those could all be things that the monsters eat that you have to avoid. Do you think DreamWorks is going to be okay with this? It's is it minions? That, yeah. Maybe it's just a DreamWorks party and Shrek can kiss a minion. You could just go full Disney Infinity on this and, and <laughs> right DreamWorks Infinity. I'm doing yeah. my I'm doing my fucking best over here trying to tie this one together. I think we can get Kung Fu Panda in there because he's definitely got some lewd material of him online that we could tap into. Oh, dude! Yeah. Definitely some some maybe to, nude maybe, nude skadooshin. So maybe the name of this game to tie it back to the fantasy is we just call it his lewd materials, <laughs> and that's that's got the fantasy angle. It covers all our bases, but then it's also uh, a dr- sorry. I was I was trying to remember who just acquired DreamWorks for like four billion dollars. It was Comcast, right? Good the morning. headline USA Today went with was Shrek has a new home. <laughs> Comcast NBC acquired DreamWorks Animation. Um, and he's moved out of the swamp and into a different I, swamp. Lude, I like. I feel like we have to have the words "a DreamWorks kissing party" in there somewhere. I mean, that might be it. It's his That's lewd this, materials colon a DreamWorks kissing adventure. Um, it's a little wordy. Did DreamWorks do the one where Will Smith was the fish? Shark Tale. Yeah, was that them? Because I definitely have you. That's a good looking. CGI man. He's got a great mouth on him. I would love to see what he's doing. What other properties do DreamWorks oh, have access to? So there's Shrek, Shrek 2, all the Shrek ones. For some reason, Google thinks that DreamWorks uh, animated pictures made Bridge of Spies starring Tom Hanks, which I'm not 100%. <laughs> I don't Perfect. know that the yeah, algorithm dude, No, they use that. the fucking Polar Express technology <laughs> to do Digi Hanks. Over, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ants with a Z was a DreamWorks joint. Um, could we have Tom Hanks in this then as well? Like a yeah, messy... definitely. I'm definitely going to get in Tom Hanks's mouth. Mm-hmm. He's the every. That's not even a yeah. Chicken Run. That could be our bird level Griffin that we were that's... talking about. Mel Gibson we... as well. We could. That's perfect. Yeah, he's the, the Lord knows he's got a dirty mouth. <laughs> Just d- with dirty ideas in it. Oh my God! B movie was DreamWorks. Oh dog, fuck yes. So we can get real small. Mega Mind. Get real big in the. He's got a big head. Let's see what's in there. How to Train Your Dragon. More dragons. Perfect. <laughs> Crudes, get an old 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 caveman mouth and see what's going on in there. My dream work sucks. Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ah oh, Doug, you don't Doug, you don't like crudes? <laughs> you don't like crudes? <laughs> Doug, you're not a crude head? Oh, it's like fucking Pixar's dumb cousin. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Um, I think, Cru- Cruz got terrible teeth. That, I mean, at least that works. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's that's kind of maybe that's like the last level because that might be the hardest one to, to come away with feeling like you made some. Progress. There's never a last level. There's never because no. DLC. There's never a last level because like, all yeah. these properties. You Fucking just keep November fourth is when Trolls comes out. That's the next one. We'll put that in the game. 
perfect. They're Everyone doing a Captain that. Underpants movie in 2017, <laughs> uh, following that up with The Croods 2. So I think we're we're pretty much set for, for forever. Man, Croods did all right, huh? I guess, seemingly. Can Justin Timberlake's new Trolls song be in the fucking picture? I, man, I wish that song came from any other source. Is it good? I haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. It's got a pretty fly bass line. Um, I mean, he's fucking... He's, Taking that thing, trotting it out everywhere. He was did he was like on Eurovision singing that. He was song on Eurovision or? busting it out. Yeah, but um, I actually tried to listen to that song on Apple Music, and the full name of it in iTunes is like the name. What's it called? Uh, you can't. I can't stop this feeling. Yeah, it's of called, how like, good it feels to dance. I can't stop this feeling. The- then in parentheses in the song name, it's like from Trolls, the animated motion picture from DreamWorks production. <laughs> Literally, the song is called in all caps. Can't stop the feeling. Parentheses. Original song from DreamWorks animations. Trolls in quotation marks and parentheses. That's the song title. So I kind of was not able to get past that when trying to to listen to it. Oh, don't worry, dude. You don't got to go to Apple Music. Just go to um, any wedding for the next eight years. <laughs> oh, it's one of those, huh? All right. Um, I'm excited to watch all these DreamWorks characters kiss each other. I think my first one's going to be Shrek and Jerry Seinfeld from B-Movie, because that's just going to be funny. Like, what's the deal with this swamp mouth? And then the I will do Jerry Seinfeld, and then I might just do Jerry Seinfeld and Shrek for a while until I get bored of it, mm-hmm. just to like, uh, save the other cross pairings. Um, so is that... Hmm. Maybe each level is a random pairing of two dreamworks characters and that that's where the the re- replayability comes in right that's clever that's clever like luke perry and a crude yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say maybe we just get rid of the dentistry aspect altogether it's- and just i'm sitting in a chair <laughs> pretty Think, like, close with your fingers interlocked <laughs> just like pretty close to where this is happening mm-hmm. i'm imagining then- a throne that you're sitting in yeah they're throne. definitely doing this for your amusement Oh, they definitely are kissing for my... Okay. It's just uh, just no more... God, this is another, like, uh, little big planet situation. We've moved, we've moved away from the initial concept entirely, but I like where we ended up. Yeah. Well, that's how the brainstorming process works. I, I think that that's, that's a good sign. We so should, you just, are you sitting on a tooth? And then you're just going in math. No, Danny, we think we've moved away from the whole idea. No, I, like, I no, appreciate no, no, I like the endeavor to... You're trying to save this idea. Yeah. It's like hanging off of the building, and you've got like one hand on its hand, but its fingers are slipping slipping away, slipping yes. away. I'm actually, I like that idea as kind of a fun little Easter egg, uh, hinting back to our original development, right? Like That's just a fun throwback. So when the three of us are sitting on a GDC 2017 panel, because mm-hmm. we're going to definitely have this ready by next March, somebody's going to walk up to the microphone, some like... What's up um, with that, too? <laughs> student be like why are you sitting on a tooth the whole time you never talk about it. it's a I'm funny like, story <laughs> funny story actually it's perfect go, go sit the fuck down it's a secret you'll never know it's a free me and danny o'dwyer and griffin mcelroy to share only only us it'll really make a lot of sense why i'm wearing the tooth necklace at that uh, gdc conference too mm-hmm. listen man danny just hijacked this whole thing he was like you got to put a tooth in there and we we're like oh okay and he threat he did mm-hmm. threaten us this game, I think, is going to be... Uh, the only problem I find is that we've lost all the dentistry money, which we were sort of banking on to make sure yeah, it didn't get a like a, an M rating or whatever. Oh, but now we got that pervert money. Oh, that's, oh yeah. That's a way uh, richer vein, I feel like. It's, I would yeah. say there's probably more people willing to buy a game where they can watch Jerry Seinfeld and Shrek kiss for hours and hours than there are people who brush their teeth. <laughs> It's actually true. I have this like really sad experience where sometimes I'm on the internet and I see 
like a there's like a sexy video online that you can see mm-hmm. sometimes. There's like a, a websites have those on them, and they have over like seventy five million views. And I'm like, I spent all day working on a video of a video game, and it had six thousand like six thousand people watched it. But this video of uh, two people slamming their butts together has twenty five <laughs> million views. Like, yeah. why I'm in the wrong business? Have you ever seen like the top list of patrons on Patreon? You know what number one is? Huh? It's the breeding season. What is that? It's like some some fan sex story MMO situation. What the hell? Real, How have I not yeah. heard of this? I know because they they keep it on its NSFW. You've just, you've, just des- you've just described Nick's literal exact aesthetic. Yeah, you should patron Patreon that thing. Sign me up. We can I'm probably actually a little bitter that we weren't roped it like in on that at some point. I mean, maybe this is the time, you know, you kind of, you, you do that whole cross-pollination thing so that eventually when we launch this game, like, all those kids just come over and get in on this, like, Luke Perry snog fest. You're bringing Luke Perry back into it. He's on I, your other hand. He's also hanging off the building. You've got can, one hand on a dentist and one hand on Luke Perry. I can let go of the teeth, but Luke's coming with me on this journey. You have to choose one. It's like the Luke. end of the oh, good man. child. Yeah. Luke. Luke. It's a real Sophie's choice. Hmm. Perry's choice. You're choosing Luke over, over dental hygiene. We've all done that at one point or another in our lives. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so bad at designing video games. No, you no I think you've job. done a really good job. You brought a lot we need, to it. You were kind of our moral constant this episode, and right. sometimes we need that. We need mm-hmm. you to keep... Well, he didn't do a good job, though, because we started out making... Oh, no, we fucking, game, so we fucking steamrolled you, absolutely. Like, making a game of the crude's kissing donkey. It's Yeah, I mean, it's it's all for art, right? So you just got to follow where your where you, where you dreams. Art's all about doing it. stuff that's not been done before, and there's already been dentist games out there. Mm-hmm. So many. It's fucking crowd, especially on the vive yeah it's too many of them that's true people just want people just want to put their hands in some mouths they just want the same dennis game over and over and over and i don't think we need to give it to them i think we need to give them what they want so does this game have gameplay now or are we literally just like absolutely slides? not no. okay <laughs> we're just sliding in and out of different people's mouths i mean you can was... move your head to look at it from different angles and okay. like with any vive game you can just clip right through it and really yeah get... you can you can launch it and quit it so you have like the choice of like when you want to when you're done. Yeah. So that's it's interactive in that sense. You can start playing and I'm right. Honestly, we're still going back and forth on whether or not we should let them stop. Yeah. Um this has been a very this is going to be uh, a really successful game. I feel very good about it. Mm. I'll be frank with you boys. I have to use the restroom very badly. Okay. Mm. All right. So it's it's been a fun time and Danny, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to do this episode of Cool Games Inc. Where can people find your stuff? Uh, on the internet, at Daniel Dwyer, and on GameSpot, and on Giant Bomb. You know, it's a, just nobody has my name, so just Google it. It's all stuff. God, I'm so I'm deeply jealous. Isn't that nice? Right Isn't that nice, dude? Right. We're, me and Danny are in the like only people that have our names club. And I Nick went to the robot it. restaurant in Tokyo, Japan, and there was a fucking photograph of child actor Nick Robinson from Jurassic mm. World who had been there, being like, "Nick Robinson's been here. Isn't that great?" And I'm like, "This sucks. I just got yeah. here." And I didn't get to. I don't get the. I don't even get to be the first Nick Robinson who went to the robot restaurant. This is bullshit. That's upsetting. That I mean, there's this really terrible English actor called Danny Dyer, which is pretty close. Uh-huh. Uh, but since I moved to North America, that's not so much of a problem. Maybe I just need to move to Ireland. No, Perfect. the only one we the only one we know about is basically Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's yeah. He's got great teeth. And Doctor House. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us, Danny. Thank you for listening to Cool Games Inc. Um, you, you can find us on SoundCloud. Oh, we're on Spotify now. If we you are, and we are. There. A lot of people are asking about uh, when we'll get on. What's it? Google, Google Play. Google Play. Yeah, we're working we on. We are it. working it's, towards it. it. Hopefully, by we, the time you hear this, we will have made some progress. But if it's not this week, I feel confident it'll be in the next. Uh, by the end of the year, ran into kind of a snafu there. A little bit. Podcasting's Nobody. hard. 
It's hard. Um, but until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Do I have to say who I am? I'm Danny. Yeah, do it, do it. I'm Danny. I'm Danny O'Dwyer, storied game designer. No problem, fun. <laughs>